What comes to mind when you hear me say the word church? Does it bring a smile to your face or does it bring up some uncomfortable feelings? Well, for all of us as creatives, musicians, artists, we have had to deal with this question of church, especially if you're one of us who have a faith-focused Christian background. And I want to address this head on. This question came up in one of our communities, our God and Geeks 360 community, and I wanted to address it head on. We also addressed this in the beginning of my book, God and Geeks, Succeed as a Musician Without Sacrificing Your Faith. By the way, my name is Alan C. Paul. I'm the host and author and creator of God and Gigs. And if you're new to this show, thank you so much for giving us a chance to share this creative insight with you. So what we're going to do is we're going to give you a few pointers about how to either join, connect with, or what to look for in a church that supports both your creative life and your spiritual life. If you found one of these churches, that's awesome. But if you're looking or have had some bad experiences in the past, I hope these next few moments and some tips that I'm going to share with you are going to help you find a place that will really bless you in every facet of your life. Artists, musicians, and creatives of all kinds. Looking for help balancing your passion to create with your everyday life? Not sure if your faith can coexist with your profession? Welcome to a place where real artists discuss real life. You're listening to The God and Gig Show. Visit GodandGigs.com for show notes, links, and more information. This question was regarding church membership and dealing with being able to find yourself comfortably and being able to grow spiritually in a church. And as you know, God and Gigs, it's all about connecting the dots between your spiritual life and your creative life. And our book actually starts with, I'm actually having a copy of the book right here, and I was just reviewing it myself because yes, I had to go back and look at my own notes, even though I wrote the book. And I wanted to make sure I address this first off, just like I address in the book, because although it seems like church would be something down the line, perhaps in our studies and our discussions about creative life, it's actually something that needs to be in the forefront. And it's not just because of the spiritual foundation that that represents. It's because it really does set up the core of who you're going to be and how you're going to interact with both the spiritual part of your life and the creative part of your life. So I want to dig into that today and talk about the two things that you want to look for in a church. Well, actually three things you want to look for in a church and the two things that the church can provide for you. Now, first of all, let me be very clear. I am as a church staff member. I've been in churches my entire life, pretty much since around five or six years old. Um, I grew up in a specific ministry. It was actually Lutheran. I grew up. So it was very different than what you might consider a, you know, a gospel or any kind of Pentecostal situation. It was much more Um, much more of a conservative, much more of a Protestant start where I learned the hymns and we didn't clap a lot. And even though it was an African-American church, there was not a lot of gospel and not a lot of that kind of thing. Although we did have obviously some studies and traditions and stuff that come from African-American culture. So just kind of let you know, I have a wide variety of experiences when it comes to church. I've been working in churches. I have worked in Baptist churches. I've worked in Pentecostal churches. I now work in a non-denominational church and I attend there. So I have gone through everything you can imagine when it comes to dealing with church membership, church uh, leadership, and being a staff member and being an employee of a church. So you name it, I've done it. 
And the first thing I want to start with is making sure you understand that this is not just about checking off a box or being a part of a ministry of making everybody feel good because you've joined the church and therefore that somehow makes everything okay. I know that there's a lot of issues that come with a group of people who follow a particular way of thinking about God and they follow a leader and they come together and they try to do this thing called life together. In the case of our, our situation, we're trying to follow Jesus together in the same way, rubbing shoulders day to day, week to week. There is no way that doesn't become sometimes messy and tricky because we're dealing with relationships here. And I think starting right off the bat with creators, a lot of times we forget that the church was not built just to house our creative gifts. It wasn't built just for us to work. It was built to help us build each other as we build up the body of Christ. And so that means there's got to be some work. There's got to be some chipping. There's got to be a lot of messy things as we build up the body of Christ. The Bible, the Bible talks about that, how we are building, that we are fitly put together and each one of us has a specific role to play in our local body as well as in the global body of the church. And so that means, number one, you got to expect some problems. You got to expect some things that won't go exactly right in any ministry, but you have to also see the value and the benefit. When Hebrews talks about coming together and not forsaking the assembling, he's not just talking about just forgetting about Sundays and make sure you come on Sundays or Saturdays. It means we've got to make sure we prioritize this because it's part of our our makeup. It's part of what makes us better. It's part of what makes us more Christ-like because we rub shoulders with people that aren't exactly like us and may not even be where we are or are going where we're trying to go, but we have to love them and understand how to grow with them. And that is a key element of the creative life as well, because no matter where you go, how you orient yourself in your creative life, you got to do the same thing. Your relationships really make your career. Your relationships make who you are and how you orient yourself with people, it really affects so much about you that you can't get away from the idea of rubbing shoulders, learning how to love, learning how to deal with leadership, learning how to deal with authority, learning how to deal with other people, growing and being cared for and caring for other people. The church is the laboratory for that. Um, Our families are our first laboratory, I would say, but then right after that is the church. And that is why I'm Uh, Again, it might sound weird, but I started the book with this and I'm also starting the blueprint with this. You have to start with how do I get connected with a body of believers, a body of God lovers, of Christ lovers who believe what I believe, who are growing and help me grow, who I can be in a relationship with, but also that can help me grow creatively or at least if I'm not serving or working as a member I need to understand that I am giving my talent, my time, and my treasure to this place in order to benefit other people, not just myself. So that first part I'm going to talk about is stability. It provides stability when you are a member, not just working, but a member of a church, a member that is, when it's all good standing, right? A member that is in good standing, someone who is showing up, who is dedicating their time, their talent, and their treasure to a local body. And yes, sometimes that can take many different forms, especially if you are a musician or someone who works in another ministry and you have to be like a dual member, that's always tricky. Or maybe your family, you're not going to exact same ministries because one person goes to one and one person goes to another campus or another church. That's always tricky. But the key is you want to have a home base. Excuse me as I get something on my eye here. 
You want to have a home base and it provides stability. The people and the place that you go to every week, that is stability for you. It provides roots. It grounds you in a place where you can be yourself and you know you don't have to put on airs. You don't have to show up just to work, but it is your family. And is that something that's easy to find wherever you are when you're moving or trying to connect with the pastor that you respect? Yes, it's tricky, but that's why you got to pray about it and you got to see it as a priority. And the Bible says he'll give us the desires of our heart if we seek him first. So I believe if we seek a ministry with a pure heart and we're not just looking for a place to play or just a land or to just get what we want, but we're also looking for a place to give, God will give us the desires of our heart and help us plant ourselves in a ministry that fulfills our needs, but also gives us a place to serve. And then the second thing that it provides, the church provides for us as creatives, especially is accountability. You gotta know that there's a place where you can be called out. And this is a kind of a tricky thing to talk about. And people don't like to hear this part when it comes to, you know, anything, when it comes to being called out, we don't like it. But accountability is so important because even as creators, we tend to be lone wolves. We tend to think God said this and I need to do this and I do do that. This Creative Community 360 is part of that accountability for you that gives you a circle, but you need somebody even closer to that. And a lot of people, probably you may not realize this, you actually don't necessarily want only creatives in your accountability. You want people that simply know what it's like to be a parent, to be a father, to be a mother, to be a wife, to be a husband, to be a worker, to be a cousin and aunt just people in general that you can sow into and they can sow into you. And then you can call on them. They can call on you. You can call them out and they can call you out. It is again, not something I say flippantly, like it's easy to find this. I am blessed for a church, have a church family, or maybe I'd say over my course of my life, three church families that I can consider my family. And I haven't had to switch and I haven't had the church hop But I know that if you're in between or you've been burned or you felt church hurt, this is a tough concept, which is why I think it's the most important one to start with. Because if you get this right, if you find the right place where you are planted and you're being watered and you're helping to water people, so much more of your creative life will make sense and it will balance itself out, even if you're traveling, even if you're working in other places. But without it, I've never seen it. This is very, very key. I've never seen a Christian creative who was thriving outside of a secure church relationship. That's just facts, okay? I, I, if, you, if you got an example, go ahead and show me. I've never seen one. So it's just key to your development. And if you've got a ministry already that you're devoted to and that you're working these things out, that you're learning and growing, and I hear this all the time, well, the church is not feeding me anymore. And I've said this about that situation. Is it that they're not feeding or did you stop eating? Are you hungry? Are you willing to go through lean seasons when even pastors and teachers go through lean seasons, churches go through lean seasons? Are you going to jump ship and go every time things get to a famine? Because sometimes God can speak to you in a famine and you can be the Joseph in the middle of a famine in a ministry. I'm not saying you should do that every time. God can lead you any kind of way he wants, but just be aware that no church is perfect. And there will be places where you will be let down because we are human, we're fallible, and God allows us to learn this by working with each other in pastors, with pastors, with leaders that sometimes aren't perfect, and that's okay because we're not perfect either. But I implore you, make this a huge priority in your life. If you haven't already, and if you got this, then you can just skip this video. But if you haven't, 
I want to give you a few more tips of things you want to look for in a church. One is obviously look for a place that studies and promotes the word, the Bible. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'm, I'm very churchy, the unadulterated word of God. We're not talking about places that kind of like use like the positive message only. I believe in positive messages. Don't take any insinuations from that. But I believe in the word of God. And I believe that you got to find a place that preaches and teaches the word of God and gives you exactly what the Bible says, all 66 books. And then I want you to look for a leader or a spiritual leader or a pastor who also understands that leadership and teaching the word and connecting with up with people is the priority. And sometimes that's tough because even if you're working in a church, you can feel like you're just an employee, but even if you're not necessarily buddy, buddy with the pastor, if you're a musician, a lot of times we get stuck with this where I don't feel like, Oh, I'm so close to the pastor. Maybe that's not the situation you need. Maybe you need to find a place where you're not necessarily buddy, buddy with the pastor, but you still respect and honor the man of God or the woman of God. And that's something that you got to find in order to get planted in a place where you're comfortable. And then finally, after you've gone over the word, you understand what they believe and you agree with that. And then you find the leader is someone that you can respect and honor and who's teaching and who's attempting to build community in the right way. And even if they make mistakes, they come back and they, they acknowledge that they're human and they're not trying to build a thing around their ego or you know build something around just the numbers of the church, but they're really trying to build a relationship with people. The third thing I do want you to look at is how can you contribute and how does the community of the church contribute to your creative life? Now, it does not mean you got to get in there and you got to start playing. You got to start singing. You got to start performing. You got to start doing your thing. That's not what I mean. What I mean is when you are a part of this community, is it fulfilling and helping you to give and to be given to in terms of your entire body, your life, your soul? And if it's encompassing your life and you're able to feel that flow it's going to feed your creativity. You're not going to feel like you're drained because you've been so, you know, and this happens a lot with creators. We give so much in church because we think we got to serve, serve, serve. And then we find out that we're not really being fulfilled because we feel like we're just like, you know, cat, we're just in the hamster wheel of ministry versus a place that fulfills a role. And you may not need to serve in your creative capacity in your church. Fancy that. You can just be a person that works the coffee bar. You could be an usher. You could just be someone that works in finance. And maybe that's not your creative gift at all. And you're wondering like, well, I'm a performer. I'm a singer. I'm a dancer. Why am I not using this at church? Because it may be that this place where you get fed and fulfilled in the church is not the same thing you do outside of the church. And that's a novel concept for a lot of people. But you got to realize it's not just what you do inside the four walls that creates this creative synergy that allows you to give and perform and create outside of the church. And I think a lot of us creators, we get burned up and we get annoyed because well, I'm not expressing my gifts. God gave me this gift and I'm not using it in my church. Maybe that's because that's not where it was intended to be used in this particular instance. Now, of course, there are many, many, many other situations where it is, but be prayerful that the community that you're joining fulfills all those needs where you're giving and serving outside of your gift. And then of course, if that gift is needed in the church, then God, I believe, will find a way that you can also offer it there. But don't join a church simply because you feel like they need a performer, a singer, a worship leader, a composer, a writer, a media director. That's not the reason to be there unless that's the one thing that you are going to do. And then, of course, God can use it. But find there's other things around that you are also a part where you're developing your life and developing your spiritual gifts 
outside of your creative gift within that body. And I'm going to guarantee you that if that happens, you're most likely in the right place. Okay. So those are my tips for you for if you are having trouble finding a church, um, if you're, you haven't, you know, really found yourself centered and really, you know, uh, grounded in a place then you need to work on that. Pray about that. We're willing to pray with you. Don't go ahead and put it in the chat. If you're looking, if you're seeking, if you're still having a little trouble with this whole thing about who to connect with and whether this please believes what I believe. Uh, again, I want to be very sensitive about this. I know there's situations of church abuse and spiritual abuse and all that. I'm not going into any of that because I know there's situations where you have to get away from certain ministries that do not treat people right. I'm talking about finding a healthy place where you honor and respect the people you honor and respect the way this, the word is being preached or teached and you're able to connect with the community, but you're not coming with a me first feed me attitude. You're coming with a let me serve attitude. And I believe as Proverbs says, as we water others, we are watered and refreshed. And then we find those roots growing deeply with the people that we're connecting with in the church. And that doesn't matter what kind of denomination it is. It doesn't matter what place or area or culture. These things ring true no matter where you are. So that's my training today on how to join a church or find a church and the things you need to look for in a church and why it is the beginning of our blueprint. I hope this has helped you. And once again, if you have any questions at all, make sure you put them in our chats and our comments so that we can help you to develop and become even stronger as a creative from the inside out. God bless you guys and can't wait to see you in the next training. Thanks for joining us here at the God and Gig Show. Please leave us a review on iTunes, like our Facebook page, or visit GodandGigs.com and tell us what you thought of this show. We'll be back soon. In the meantime, go create something amazing.